on the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Guild Mortgage. Own what matters. Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. The Logo Shop. We logo stuff. Also by Icon. Empowering a more active, balanced lifestyle. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Here's Scott Gerard. Final on this one, 84-76. Aggies lose by eight. Uh, I think there's probably two big storylines here in this game that I think we can look at. Number one, uh, the fourth foul on Namiya Keita with 13 minutes left to go in the game. And the second, the and correct me if I'm wrong in any of these assessments. Like I mentioned in pregame, you've forgotten more about basketball I'll ever know. Uh, but the shift to zone really seemed like it threw the Aggies for a loop, too. I think those are two of your biggest storylines in this game as to why the Aggies suffered their first loss in in conference. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, just several things kind of come to mind. And, and, and Nimi's fourth foul, obviously, you know, kind of a, a mystery um, foul on the on the rebound and then it kind of got in his head a little bit and he came down on the other end and ended up with a uh, you know they hit, pick up his fourth foul and um, had to sit quite an extended period of time and I agree with you on the zone the rebounding differential that uh, you know we talked about double digit um, rebounding margin in game one um, we ended up winning the rebounding battle but only by one and and uh, second chance points were right there with 14 but Again, seven points for Colorado State are just are just gimmies to them, and uh, it was just a rough night. I, I didn't feel like the energy was quite there for the Aggies um, throughout the game, uh, kind of chasing it a little bit throughout the game. So, yeah, that combination, uh, you know, ends up uh, giving you your first loss in conference play. Uh, free throw shooting, I think, is something a lot of other people are going to look at in this game, yeah. but uh, Colorado State just wouldn't miss. And, I mean, that's probably one of the uh, – Impressive things. They, when they needed to make free throws down the stretch, they were 25 of 29 from the line. Aggies 14 of 22, leaving eight points out there at the free throw line. Yeah, really. And second half, free throw shooting 5 of 10. Yeah. You know, front front halves of one-on-ones are killers, two back-to-back. I mean, it's it's probably not as simplistic as this, but, I mean, it, it's almost like you miss two when you miss the front end of a one-on-one. Well, it's, uh, you know, there are, there are free throws. I know that's, a, you know, a saying we, we throw around quite a bit. But when you do miss that first one, you – you leave those two points on the board, and, and any opportunity you had, you know, if if um, you know if you hadn't been fouled. So you're right; it's definitely uh, definitely uh, uh, impacts your bottom line. Um, so yeah, it's it, it's it's a difficult loss, but certainly, look, you reel off nine in a row. You've given yourself a little bit of a cushion there too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we didn't just lose, uh, you know, in the conference tournament, and we're heading home. So you know, there's a a, a little bit of. Um, you know, you set that bar pretty high when you, you know, rail off uh, 11 total and nine in league. But, um, and again, you're chasing Boise State a little bit. But that, uh, you know, that that's really in your own hands. You have a chance to play them twice. Um, so certainly nothing to uh, to put your head down about or get your dauber down. You just need to uh, regroup. And, and uh, you know, you got four games on the road that, um, you know, this team's been road warriors so far. So let's let's you know, get your mind uh, right for those uh, four road games. Well, and uh, you're, you're right. I, you know, last year they went to UNLV, and UNLV just ran them out of the building. Um, and it was one of the uglier losses we saw in the Craig Smith era. And uh, I think this time you're probably seeing a team a little bit more focused going down there to play uh, UNLV. 
Well, yeah, especially with tonight's loss, um, even more. But you, I'll guarantee you, as as we know, Coach Smith very well, that um, there will be uh, multiple viewings of that game last year. As uh, yeah, we were embarrassed quite a bit. Yeah. Just really ran out of the gym. You know, and this is the one thing that I will caution a lot of people about when you get, you know, so upset over individual losses. You know, um, Boise State still has to go to Colorado State for two games. They still got to go to San Diego State for two games. Um, Utah State doesn't have to play Boise State for another month, you know, or so. So um, I would say if you're driving home right now or if you're at home listening, take a deep breath. It's going to be all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a few curse words under your breath might be appropriate, but uh, – yeah, certainly uh, keep the road rage to yourself. This is this is not this is not the sky is falling, right? This is a a conference loss, and and very rarely uh, do you see teams go perfect. I mean, there's there's a few Gonzagas of the world, but yeah, you need to uh, you need to learn from losses, and and losses are 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 a way to um, see you, Richie. Get yourself uh, get yourself back on track. You know, rebounding tonight, um, Utah State, which dominated Colorado State on the boards. Uh, tonight uh, only had a one rebound advantage, and that's probably the different one of the other differences in this game. Yeah, and and giving up six offensive rebounds to Colorado State, I where think, they and the majority of those in the second half. For, for sure, with Kata on the bench, no doubt about that. But um, you know, that's a, that's a statistic that uh, we weren't able to exploit tonight, and and credit Colorado State for. Um, you know, coming in with a game plan to attack that. I thought, uh, you know, I, I thought they, you know, it's easy to say they wanted it a little bit more, but I thought they were a little bit more aggressive defensively. I thought they kind of pressured us, and then that usually leads to um, to being a little bit more aggressive on the rebounding yeah. side as well. A couple other storylines in this game. You know, Utah State's out of the gate. They're up 19-9, and they look like they're ready to roll. And Deshaun Thomas, big man threes, and we talked about it off the air before <laughs> yeah. the game, and he hits three. And just like that, Colorado State then uses that to go on a, I think it was like a 13-2 to yeah, run. huge run early on there. And, and uh, you know, that's, that's, it's, what, it's, it's definitely a, an advantage when you have, you know, a big man that can shoot when you're up against a defender like Kada who likes to, um, you know, keep himself around the rim area to block shots. And so that played right into their advantage. I mean, they're wide open shots. It's almost like a free throw for those big guys. They're, they're not jumping. They're not even getting to their tippy toes. So, um yeah, you just need to uh, – yeah, I thought the Aggies did a, a fair enough job bringing Kata up, but when you do that, Stevens, who was un- unbelievable off the bounce, just, uh, you know, got to the rim and, and forced – he had a few layups. Then when we had to help, he did a great job of delivering uh, that one extra pass. Take your first break. Come back. We'll continue on with your post-game show. It's a late night. It's already 1130. Um, it's, it's one of those nights where, you know what, yeah. Those nine o'clock starts, man, and then a lot of fouls too. That was a long game. Yeah, it really was. It wasn't. Um, yeah, just uh, when when you go to that free throw line that many times, and yeah, they definitely didn't have a plane to catch tonight. The referees. Yeah, looking at free throws, there was a uh, fifty-one free throws shot tonight. That's a ama- really. Yeah. Well, and we left quite a few of them out there, but that's a combined total. That's a that's an unbelievable amount of free throws, and uh, you know that that has to do with a, a little bit of Utah State extending the game and and uh, fouling towards the end. Got a sneaking suspicion these two teams are going to see each other again, too. <laughs> yeah, it seems that way. You play, uh, you know, you get a split, and then you end up playing a third time. Yeah. All right, take a break. Come back. We'll continue on. Brock Miller will join us. Also, Craig Smith will join us as well. It's all straight ahead right here from uh, Utah State as they suffer their first loss in conference play, first loss since early December overall, snapping their 11-game winning streak. Aggies lose 84-76 from Learfield IMG College. 
Final in this one, 84-76. Utah State, their first loss in uh, conference play. And uh, gets set for four games on the road. Two in Las Vegas, two against uh, Fresno State. Yeah, huge, huge road swing for the Aggies. I think, uh, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting um, road swing because we did have difficulty, you know, against uh, UNLV last year. So, um, yeah, looking forward to couple victories on the road and and I don't think you can go in there looking for for splits I think we need to go in there game one looking for sweeps uh I would agree with that and uh remember this team has that weird stretch last year where they lost three out of four and really had to rebound and get hot near the end of the season you certainly Mm -hmm. hope that's not the case and I don't think that's the case either I I just don't don't see that happening with this team no but again uh, you know a loss is is uh is something you can learn from and and uh certainly not something to uh to hang your head about all right, final in this one, 84-76. Brock Miller, kind enough to uh, join us and uh, talk about this one a little bit. And, Brock, uh, great, great winning streak snap tonight. Um, and, you know, it's it's difficult to continue that hot streak. But what was it that Colorado State did to try to get that, that got you guys out of your game a little bit? You know, Colorado State came out ready to play today. And we knew that was going to happen. And, you know, quite frankly, what, what they did, I mean, they shot 50%, uh, I think, from the field, I believe. Um, and then defensively, you know, they, they did a good job on us. And they, I mean, you know, I'm going to say they out-toughed us tonight. And, you know, that's what it comes down to. And they, you know, they played they played well. They're a good team. Um, you know, you have to give them credit. You know, Colorado State, they're, 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 co- they're well coached and they got a good team. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll bounce back from this. Obviously, it's not what we wanted. Um, but everything is still ahead of us and what we want. So, got to keep that in mind. But. Yeah, you know, they, they came out and they, they were on attack mode all night. You know, I thought that they, they played really well. Um, and, you know, we half of our shots came from the three-point line too, and normally that's not a Utah State basketball too. So it's something that we'll have to tighten up and look at. And, you know, we're going to learn from this, and uh, it, it's a good experience for us. I thought, uh, I thought the zone three for a little bit of a loop as far as um, – making use a lot of shot clock what did you uh, were you expecting that or was that a little unexpected you know we knew that they they ran the 131 and we we you know we figured at some point in the series they would throw it out uh their timing was good uh for us you know we, we got pretty stagnant there and i think throughout the game we had moments i mean we started off really hot i think the first first few minutes and we got a nice lead and then you know, we, we kind of got, got casual there, and, and, you know, they, they brought it back. And, you know, the timing of them going to the one three one really kind of threw us for a loop. And I think it's something, you know, we have to look at and, and realize that, all right, we got to be sharp with all of our stuff, not just our man stuff. So, you know, I, I think we'll, we'll definitely learn from this. And, um, you know, you got you got to give Colorado State credit. You know, they came to play tonight. So, And that's one thing that, you know, you guys have really done over these last three years when you – when you do suffer those losses, more often than not, you guys rebound and learn from it. Coach always has a saying, and I'm sure you probably stole it from Stu, but you're either winning or you're learning. And uh, there's yeah. a lot to learn from this game tonight. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, we, we got tomorrow off, and then we'll be back on and on uh, on Saturday. We're going to learn from this game, and then we're going to move on to the next. You know, these games come up quick. I mean, we yeah. have a quick turnaround. we got to leave Sunday to, to Vegas and, and play against a good UNLV team at UNLV, which is tough always to, to beat them at their place. So. You know, we've we got to get this one out of our system, and we will. Uh, when Kata goes out with four fouls, how difficult was that transition? 
Uh, you know, you, you've got a guy like Roddy who's a big rebounder. You'd kept him off the offensive glass for the most part. Yeah. And, and still they only had six, but they were six really critical offensive rebounds that led to second-chance points. Yeah, uh, totally. How difficult is that to make that transition when Kata has to sit out for so long? Yeah, it's definitely tough. You know, he's he's the, the leader, especially on, with, with our defense. And, you know, any time that he goes out, I mean, it's just – you know, it's tough. It's tough for us. But I thought, you know, Trevin, Trevin still played tough, you know, when he came in. And, and Alfonso, I think Alfonso had, had a good game, really good game yeah. for us. And, you know, he definitely brings a, a big-time spark off the bench. But, yeah, when, when Nimi goes out of the game, you know, it's, it, it, it gets tough for us. But, you know, I think that we have the guys and we have um, uh, the right mindset to be able to do what we need to do and take care of business that way, and we'll learn from that. Um, and, and quite frankly, I can't really remember a time uh, so far this year that Nimi was in that situation. So that's yep. kind of like a first time for us, honestly, this, this year. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Brock, we appreciate it, man. Always yeah. good chatting with you. For sure. Uh, and uh, we'll see you down in Vegas, man. Okay, sounds good. Let's go right. get him. You got it. Brock Miller right here on, 97, or on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Love chatting with him. Love yeah. talking basketball with him. Yeah, and, and great performance. I, I, I think Brock's a team leader and, and – uh, the way he plays and how hard he plays defensively and, and uh, the way his sh- shooting is uh, really coming around of late. He's, uh, yeah, got potential to be, uh, you know, an all-league player. Yeah. All right, take another break. Come back. Utah State suffers the loss tonight, 84-76. Now gets set for a couple games in Vegas. And then off to Fresno right here from Learfield IMG College. All right, let's go through some post-game stats right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Utah State loses this game 84-76, first conference loss for the Aggies. Aggies outscored by six in the second half. Remember, trailed by seven late in the first half, able to trim that. Uh, they tied it up and then ended up uh, down by two uh, going into halftime and then uh, and then actually led by as many as four in the second half before Colorado State was able to um, pull away and make all their free throws. Man, they were just great from the line tonight. I uh, ended up shooting 25 of 29 from the line, uh, whereas the Aggies shot 14 of 22. Um, it's more than just that, though. Uh, Aggies turned the ball over a little bit too much. They had 15 turnovers. and uh, But both teams, you know, points off turnovers were exactly the same, 16. Points in the paint, exactly the same at 28. Aggies actually had seven more uh, second-chance points. Um so, you know, you look at the difference in this game. Free throw shooting uh, certainly helped. Um, Colorado State was able to hit 9 of 20 from 3. The Aggies 8 of 31 from 3 tonight. But a lot of that is just cranking threes late in the game. Yeah, I mean, that, that percentage. And I think, it, you know, we made a couple at the end of the game, which actually increased the percentage. So um, you can look at that either way. But, you know, Brock brought it up. But I thought, uh, you know, I thought Colorado State played tougher than us tonight. I thought they were – more aggressive, you know, on-ball defense. Um, you know, they weren't afraid to uh, to get into foul trouble. They weren't afraid for the referees to call fouls. They just got uh, um, kind of manhandled us a little bit, and that led to, you know, more aggressive on the rebounding side. And, yeah, it was a big difference in the game. Um, you know, this was the first time and that it really felt like a team was a little bit more tougher uh, yeah. than Utah State. Well, I, I thought the San Diego State game – um, they, they came out quite tough, but we kind of matched it. But I thought tonight we got back on our heels, and um, it was it was a, definitely a different style of game than than Tuesday night. Um, and and we just, yeah, again, very rarely and un, un uh, characteristically didn't answer the bell. Yeah, and 
You know, and there were stretches where it really felt like, okay, there's the time to make the run. Here it comes, here it comes, and it just never came. Yeah, and, and I think, uh, you know, we're, the offense quite wasn't quite there tonight. Some shots didn't fall, and we had a few catastrophic turnovers that, that led to that, you yeah. know, some easy fast break points. And, and the combination of that just, yeah, that just d- didn't quite click tonight. And that's that's why we couldn't, to get to your point, is we couldn't extend you know, when we had the chance to make runs tonight, yeah. we really didn't make runs. I mean, Brock, I mean, Alfonso Anderson hits a big straightaway three, but then on the next possession, fouls on Isaiah Stevens' three-point shot and gives up three points there. I mean, it just yeah. one step forward, one step back, and it just never – you could never really build on that. That, that 10-0 run, that 12-0 run just never happened. Yeah, and, that, you know, it's kind of that uh, chicken or the egg there. You credit, you know, Colorado State for, for making the plays when they needed to make them and, and also – you know, Utah State not not making plays when they probably should have and, and Colorado State taking some of that away from us. Yeah. Take another break. Coming back, uh, you'll hear from Craig Smith as the Aggies drop this one. 84-76 right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Eighty-four seventy-six, the final tonight. Utah State suffers the L, and uh, now time to regroup. All right, so let's go back in time a little bit. When you, uh, you know, you had those rare emotional losses uh, back with some of those teams. What goes on in the locker room? How do you try to rebound off of uh, off of a tough one like that? Well, it's it. it you know, I, I will tell you this. I think the players get over it a lot faster than the than the coaching oh, yeah, staff yeah. does. But I mean, you could already tell Brock was yeah flipped the switch and was yeah, on to the next on one. To the next one that comes from. You know, playing 800 AAU games where, you know, you lose at nine o'clock, you play again at 11:30. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's they are tough, and and uh, you know, if you're, you know, winning winning breeds winning, and you kind of become that that you have that winner mentality. I mean, no one likes to lose, and everyone says they hate to lose, but um, the more you win, right, the more the losses hurt um, because they are so few and far between, and you start seeing that. You know that championship ring in your in your eyes, and and league championship ring meaning a little bit more as you have already two tournament championship yeah. rings. So you know that's they, they they start to sting a little bit, but you need to get over them quick and 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 find a way to uh, uh, to regroup. And as a player, that's easy, but as a coach, I mean, I, I guarantee you, Coach Smith will watch the game. You know, start to finish tonight, even though it's well after midnight. Yeah, and I can see him stewing over this one a little bit. Yeah, for sure, and you know, thinking about. You know this, that, or the other, and and uh, then texting his assistants at two in the morning, saying, "Hey, can you get me these clips?" Or can you? <laughs> Sounds like you may have known. Oh, from. no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't sting when you put salt in that wound, Scotty. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, that phone starts buzzing yeah. at three a.m. Hey, I'm yeah. gonna need this, this, and this. Yeah, or can you uh, can you come over and talk about this one thing here? So yeah, we've uh, we've definitely had some early Sunday mornings at the office um, after some tough losses. Uh, where you thought you might come in at 11, you end up coming in about 6.30. Five players in double figures tonight for Utah State. Demiash Kata with 13 points, had three assists, had three block shots. Actually, excuse me, two block shots. Uh, so 13 and five tonight for him, but only played 27 minutes. Picked up those three early fouls. The fourth uh, in the uh, second half, uh, the fourth foul came with 11.58 left to go in the game, and he did not come in until about, I want to say, 5.57. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, and and a player that is such a rhythm player, 
sitting out and and you you go actual time you're probably looking at 25 30 minutes and and to be able to go back in and play at a really high level that's tough to do well that showed with the uh with the foul at 12 minutes that he clearly you know didn't quite have his movement and ends up backpedaling and picking up that fourth foul on on a slap where you know he if he had been a little bit more active he might have blocked that at the rim second consecutive game brock miller leads the team in scoring he ends up with 14 points Four of ten from three, had the two early three-point shots, and then hit a couple late. Uh, but he ends up with 14 points, two rebounds in the game. Raleigh Wooster with double figures tonight. He had 12 points, four of seven, two of four from three, and maybe he got a couple of those late threes that could maybe help him yeah. down the line. Yeah, I mean, you see that ball going through the hoop, and, and uh, he was demanding it down the stretch, which uh, you know shows me that he's, he's ready to get over that uh, slump feeling and come yep. back. Yep. Craig Smith set to join us here in just a moment. Two other players in double figures tonight. Stephen Ashworth had 10, 3 of 14 from the field, 1 of 9 for 3. Uh, and Alfonso Anderson also in double figures tonight. He ends up with 10 points, 4 of 7 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3. Uh, free throws tonight, tough for Utah State. They went 14 of 22 and a couple missed opportunities on front ends on one and ones in the second half as well. Craig Smith, head coach at Utah State, joining us. And, uh, Craig, this one's a bit of a gut punch tonight. Uh, losing this one uh, to Colorado State. Uh, let's talk about Nimish Keita, the, the, the fouls, and he, he leaves with 11.58 left to go. And when he comes back in, it's, it seems like it's really tough for the team and him to kind of get back into a rhythm again. Yeah, it was a tough deal, definitely. I mean, uh, first of all, I want to congratulate Colorado State. It's a great win for them. Uh, this is a tough place to come in and, and win. Um, um, and it has been over the course of time, of course. So I thought they played a great game. Um, we got, you know, Kata specifically with the four fouls, um, that's tough, you know, and he sat a long time, but that's not an excuse. Obviously you want a guy that's, um, a legitimate player of the year candidate an MVP candidate on the floor because players make plays, of course. So, but he's got to be better too. You know, a couple of tough calls I thought with the, on the offensive rebounding things, but that's basketball and that's what happens sometimes. And, and then he's got to be smarter. I thought. You know, we just had um, – there's a lot of things tonight, and I'm not sure we have enough time. But, um, you know, our, you know, we're a young team, and like I told the guys afterwards, our upperclassmen got to be players every night. It's Whether it's right or wrong, we have to have big-time production out of, out of Fonz and then our four juniors, Marco Anthony, Nimi, Bean, and Brock Miller. And um, I don't know, we just weren't – I'm not sure we totally had that look tonight, which was very rare for us. Um, uh, Spectre Magic Night. Of course, it's not like it normally is, but still, we had a great crowd. It was ruckus for a while. Got off to the great start, and we've had a little bit of an issue with that. You know, we were up 17 to eight, and we go to our bench, and I got to be better. It looks like with some of our lineups, um, specifically when we go to our bench. Uh, but credit them. You know, um, uh, Deshaun Thomas makes those three threes off of the pick and pop stuff, and we were about to change some game plan, and then he stopped shooting. I was. And so, uh, but there's give and take, right? They did that the other night, too, where they made three. He made two, and the Morris kid made one. And um, But we stayed the course and just had Nimi as a huge helper just to own the paint. And then I thought we got a little overzealous and we're, um, playing, we're very man-conscious instead of ball-conscious, meaning, you know, all of a sudden there's driving lanes all over the place, and, and, and that didn't happen much the other night. And so... Um, 
But that's part of it. You know, again, I credit Colorado State. I thought they played outstanding. It's hard to win when you allow a team to shoot 50%. Yeah. And, of course, those free throw numbers are – but those get a compounded little at yeah. the end when you're fouling and playing that game. So, But, um, uh, again, they had a great win. They're a very good team. We've said that all along. And um, we just got to be better. Um a little bit touchy, but I, I thought they, they uh, out-toughed us a little bit tonight. No I thought question. they were really physical. What's the, um, what's the message? I mean, is that something – sometimes that stuff has to happen for people to wake up. What's the, what's the coach's message well, there? Yeah, you're right on. Uh, we told the guys that. Uh, we got out-toughed tonight, and, and uh, we certainly did that the other night, and we were the aggressors. And, you know, Coach, it's um, – there's a lot that goes into this, right? I mean, we all know that, and we're human beings, and it's a long season, and some nights it's not your night. But um, I just felt like um, – um, they did out tough us. They made that run, and then they jumped us. They went on what was it, an 18 to four run? Yeah. I don't know exactly what it was, but and and I just felt like we got tentative, and we stopped doing what we do, and we got really dribble happy and not playing connected on offense, and and then and then it got the best of us down here, and we get empty possessions, and we're just doing stuff that are just mindless things. We have a, I mean, I won't get into every play, but one of them was we're coming down in transition and. We got if, if Bean just swings it, swings it, we get a wide open shot or we walk to the rim, but we over dribble it and there's three guys guarding him and we get nothing out of it. And then there's another one. Bean's coming down, I'm not blaming Bean. I know what this sounds like. And Raleigh back cuts, but they're so close together, it's nothing there. Yeah. And so, you know, we have the fifteen turnovers again. That's been a, a bit of an issue here for four straight games and that'll catch up to you after a while. And you know, we told the guys in one of the timeouts, Kata had Kata goes three for three early in the game. And then there's a long stretch where he doesn't touch the ball. And, and we've been doing this. Um, we've had some of these moments throughout the year where when things seem to be going easy and you're up 17 to 8 or – and don't get me wrong, we've clobbered some teams too. But we get in these little stretches where we get my turn on the offensive end. And how many times – I've been, you know, I've coached here for two and a half years – and and how many times have half almost half our shots been from the three? Yeah, it that's that's very very rare, and I'm not sure. It's probably happened since we've been here, but it's been far and few between. And and besides the ones, thank goodness we threw some in at the end. Yeah, because I, I, I hate to see what our percentage was before the last two and a half minutes. So, you know, when you got a a, a guy like Kada, and it's Nimi's not the begin all and end all. But he needs to touch the ball because he's such a good passer out of the way they do that, and it creates easy standstill shots for us. And I just thought we took the easy way out, quite frankly, on both ends of the floor. We wanted it easy tonight, and it's not easy. And it is hard to play at the level we've been playing at for as long as we've been playing at. But we have a, we have a thing that we give our guys at the beginning of the year, and we'll do it at least once throughout the year. And it says win, the title is Winning Isn't Normal. And then it goes on to the – and it isn't. Winning is not normal. All the things that you have to do yeah. to win, it's pretty crazy. And to be able to sustain that over and over, it takes impeccable discipline. You have to have talent. you got to have great toughness. And tonight we got out-toughed. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. We got out-toughed tonight. And the guys know usually every night the toughest team finds a way to win. And that's just a fact. Brock uh, mentioned that you guys – had kind of planned at some point in these two games to see that 1-3-1 zone. 
Uh, they did throw it at you late in the, you know, probably about seven, eight minutes left to go in the game. And it seems like even though you guys were planning on it, it still seems like it kind of threw you for yeah, a Yeah, it stopped. I mean, it definitely slowed us down and got us really stagnant. Um, um, obviously, we had talked about it even today in practice just, or in practice and shoot around. Hey, be ready for him to throw that at us because, you know, and we go against it a, a reg, uh, pretty regularly because – because we have it, yeah, <laughs> and I usually think we're pretty good at it. Although this year we haven't run it nearly as much, um, um, and I, you know, there's some things certainly as a coach I wish we would have did differently um, in a lot of aspects, but but I didn't. And hindsight's 2020. But they did get us standing around in that thing and off attack mode, and um, I felt like we were really second guessing and not looking below. You know, um, from my experience, good things happen when you get it below the free throw line. And I like shooters on top just because when they make a mistake, but we were just kind of settling in there. And um, obviously our attack was not very good against it tonight. Well, Coach, appreciate your time. Uh, We'll see you down in Vegas. All right. Sounds good, guys. Thank you, guys. Go Aggies. That's Craig Smith, head coach at uh, Utah State. Aggies suffer their first conference loss, now 9-1 in conference play, uh, 84-76. Back with you coming up on, remember, it's uh, Monday-Wednesday games coming up next week in Las Vegas for uh, for Utah State up against the running Rebels and then on the road to Fresno State. Yeah, and, and really athletic teams. And, and uh, yeah, you better bring your A game. It's tough to tough to play on the road, and, and it'll be tough now yeah. to play in front of no fans. Yeah, you go back. That's a good played, point. Played against fans here. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, Coach, I'll see you in a couple yes. weeks. There you go. Aggies drop a game tonight, 84-76. Big thanks, everyone, who helped us out on the uh, game tonight. Uh, Eric back in studio doing a tremendous job, as always, and uh, uh, making it happen. By the way, I want to thank Jack's Tire and Oil, our game sponsor tonight, uh, for their sponsorship of tonight's game. Jack's Tire and Oil is a pillar of the Cache Valley community. They're leaders in offering name brand tires, wheels, auto repair, and brake services for the great customers of Cache Valley. Jack's Tire and Oil proudly serving Cache Valley for 70 years. All right, remember, Monday night, no coaches show next week. Monday night, we got Aggie basketball. Wednesday night, we'll have Aggie basketball live from Las Vegas as the Aggies. Hey, look, end a winning streak. Time to begin a new one. We'll try to do it next week right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.